So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Looks like we've got a special guest with us tonight, Vince. Man, whole show, man. I had no clue, man. Is Toots gonna be with us the whole show? He's welcome, man. Toots is welcome in my house anytime, bro. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I had no clue, man. This is uh Toots. <laughs> it looks like the chat is uh pretty excited that Toots is yes, well, Toots man. had no clue. This is a, a very pleasant exciting. surprise. This is exciting, man. Oh, how are gone. you tonight? How are you tonight, Vince Russo? All right, man. How are you tonight, Chris? I'm good. I'm good, man. It's uh, you know, a hacksaw Jim Duggan style ho for all the people in the United States for the fourth of July. Yes. And happy fourth for everybody on uh, this side of the pond. Yeah. And um, you know, this is cool. Uh people <laughs> oh, people's asking where the black scorpion is. <laughs> oh man. Well, he, he may, might, he may, uh, he may he make might, an appearance later on in the show, he man. You gotta pop up, man. He yeah, he calls up. his own shots, bro. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Cool, man. All right, let's get started into this uh this super um house show style uh raw man what'd you what'd you think vince fourth of july house show style bro how am i how am i supposed to answer what do you think <laughs> bro listen let, let let's face it the, the the fact that you and i have to sit here and watch this <laughs> massive waste of our time on the fourth of july I mean, seriously, bro, listen, the, the, you sports key to guys, Raju, whoever is listening, seriously, bro, you need to bonus Dr. Chris and myself. And that is a shoot, bro. That is a shoot because we forfeited being with our families tonight so we can watch this absolute pile of steaming crap. And we should be bonused for that because I'll be honest with you, Chris, I'm sitting here watching this and I'm. I'm so pissed off watch watching this. Like, 
Bro, I swear to God, there's nothing in the world that I feel as brain dead as I do when I watch this show. I mean, seriously, bro, listen, I, I, I can give you a list of things I watch on YouTube that are so much better than freaking raw, bro. Bro, I got this new thing I watch, I watch Chris. Okay, let me, let me tell you what I watch, and I'm going to tell you raw is worse than this. Okay. Okay? Bro, these, these, uh, I guess these, uh, these semen, like these Jacques Cousteau type of people. Bro, they rescue these huge sea turtles from the oceans and chris these poor sea turtles are covered in barnacles like you can't even tell they're turtles right and bro these things are a mess and people rescue them and bro they pick off all the barnacles one by one bro it is a that that is a billion times better than raw yes, a billion is, times better bro as a complete shoot Probably about two months ago, I'll start watching those too. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. And then and they, would, another, they would chisel and then, the barticles off. Yes, bro. I, I, I sit there for hours And then, bro, here's another thing. I'll, I'll tell you what I like, what, what, what I watch when I'm not watching this crap. Here's one of my favorites too, Chris. Mm -hmm. When people uh, take it upon themselves to chop down their own trees, rather than hire professionals and they think they know the trajectory that the tree's gonna fall and the tree lands right on their houses bro and just demolishes the houses very that's nice. what that's one of my favorites as well very nice very nice yes. yeah yes i literally would rather and, and again as a complete shoot man it was uh i was scrolling on my youtube one yeah. night uh because i every night like probably for like 30 to 45 minutes at night as like kind of a reward to myself as a hard day. I'll watch some YouTube or Hulu or something. Yeah. And I was scrolling down my YouTube <laughs> and I, and I legit saw like a channel of people uh, rescuing sea turtles yes. and removing barnacles off of them. <laughs> and they would turn the sea turtles over yes. or, and, and there would be a bunch of barnacles on the on the belly of the sea both turtle. sides both the head bro yeah, the barnacles the head, on the yeah, head on the like, nose yeah, the head too yeah uh, the, the nose yeah. barnacles yeah yeah and they would just they would just chisel them off they, yeah they just bro here, here's another problem. interesting one i've been watching because yeah. you might want to go down these rabbit hole yeah bro these uh these beekeepers that get hired and they gotta go in and bro there are trees that are three feet deep in freaking bees bro wow. and these beekeepers go in it's uh, bro see i watch all that stuff yes. i i i i get i am so mad when i am watching this show bro yeah. i'm i'm so mad that i got to sit here and watch this show because he, bro here's the bottom line chris let let you and i be honest mm -hmm. chris you go to work every day you do your podcast every day. I do my podcast every day. Chris, I think it is it is safe to say you and I put in 100% effort. Yep. Our name's on it, bro. When, when you work with your patients, your it's your name. It's your reputation. When we do these podcasts, my, my name is on this, bro. And I take great pride in what I do. That's why this show pisses me off. Mm -hmm. Because th there's no pride. There's no effort. They're just televising house shows. I'm not talking about the talent and their in-ring work at all. I am talking about this three-hour show 
where they have literally been going through the motions for years and years and years. That's what pisses me off, bro, because they owe it to their fans. Bro, at least try. Like at least try to put out a compelling product. Because if I if I asked everybody now in Sports Kita Nation, Chris, one simple question. One simple question. You saw a three-hour show tonight. Name one thing that was compelling to you. In in three hours, name one thing that was compelling to you. That's a that's a good question. SK Nation, what do you think? One thing that was Seriously, compelling to one you. Thing. From... Tell me one one thing in three hours that was compelling and interesting. What Natalia coming down? Oh, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's start into. Uh, there was one thing that I liked actually. Yeah, uh, I think live pa- thing... live pandering to the crowd. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of that. No good. Okay. Uh, I did like the Mysterios. I did like the Rey Mysterio giving homage to uh, Eddie. I, I did like that. I yeah, well, like that. Him. Yeah, that's that's that that's them though, bro. That that's them doing that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. That was the only thing I like, and that tag match is actually a pretty good match too. But yeah, uh, that was that was the only thing I did like. Uh, let's start off with uh, Bobby Lashley. Uh, Donald said Lynch and Oscar was good. Oscar always interesting. No, it wasn't. Who said that? Who said that? Donald, it wasn't good. It 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 wasn't good at all, Donald. It was a mess, bro. It was a mess, bro. Elvis said RKO from nowhere to Rollins. Okay, that and that was a three second moment. Theory promo. Sorry, man. Nothing about theory woos me at all, man. Nothing about theory woos me <laughs> I'm at sorry. I'm all, just not, bro. I just all. don't buy it, man. I, just, I don't either, man, Chris. I'm, just not, I'm not so, man. I, I, I just, don't either. Bro, here, here, here was the one thing to me that stood out. I, I, with all due respect, the person who just said Becky and Oscar was good, no, it wasn't, bro. It, it, it was freaking horrible. But here's, here's the thing that stood out that I, I have to say, Chris. Chris, I didn't watch Money in the Bank. I, I only watch wrestling if I get paid to watch wrestling. But I can imagine those women busted their tails on Saturday and they went all out. And then they got to come back tonight and compete in a match like that. Yeah. That really takes a special athlete, Chris. Mm-hmm. Not, not anybody could do that. I could not do that. So... That that was my takeaway from tonight's show. As sloppy and bad as I thought that match was, these are not big girls, Chris. And for them to put their bodies through that type of a punishment, bro, my hat's off to them because I could never do that, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. So, yep. Uh Bobby Lassie cuts an earring promo, gets interrupted by Theory. And you know, it just leads to theory uh having some very weak uh briefcase shots on last oh year. Chris. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. So, so bro, you know what the you know what the problem is, bro? Like I Chris, I was thinking the same exact thing. The problem is, bro, why are these idiots walking around with the case? Yeah. Like, bro, we, we we know you got the title shot. Yeah. If you've got to technically cash in the case when it's time. No problem. But to be walking around with the case for the next six months, and then, like you said, Chris, now they got to use the case, and when they use the case, it looks freaking 
terrible, bro. Yeah, There's well, no good way to use that case as a weapon, bro. Yeah, just just really weak yeah. <laughs> shots, man. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go with uh, the segment. And again, I'm gonna put this segment over. I, I liked it. I liked the match between Mysterios and Balor and Priest. Uh, I just I, I did look and I was like, you know what? Um, just Balor and Priest to me. <sighs> It just, I don't, it just doesn't seem important. Like Judgment Day, I mean, Rhea's recovering from injury, so that's an element that's gone. Now you have Balor and Priest, and Balor turns heel, and he doesn't feel any different. He doesn't feel any better. He doesn't feel elevated at all. And his first tag team match, his first match after turning weeks ago, leads to a loss. You know, yeah, they came back to beat the Mysterios, you know, at a segment backstage, you know, later on, but this is a loss. I did like the Mysterio. The, the match was cool to watch. I did like the Mysterio thing at the end. That was pretty cool. I popped for that, but it just seems to me they're doing 50, 50 already because this just seems like it's going to be Mysterio's versus judgment day at SummerSlam. Yeah. Chris, the only thing I didn't like about the finish, I like the creativity of the finish, but yeah. here's what I didn't like, Chris. Why are the baby faces taking a win that way? Mm. It, it, you, you know what I'm saying, bro? It's almost like they were trying to bail out of the match because they couldn't beat Judgment Day. Mm. I mean, th th that's, that's a way that a heel should take a victory. Mm. I, I just don't think that finish worked with baby faces, bro. Yeah, well, I mean... Uh... Eddie was a baby face and he <clears throat> he did that all the time. You weren't watching at that time. I you? wasn't watching it. And, and, and that that's my point. Yeah. What, 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 bro, they, they, they're going to assume that I was watching 10 years ago. So like, I, I, I get it. No, I wasn't watching 10 years ago, mm -hmm. bro. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was an homage to Eddie. So he, so he got a, he got a pop for that. Uh, as far as just the Eddie, cause Eddie would do that all the time as a baby face. It was, it was like a comic relief type of deal because he would, pretend that he was uh he was a heel at first doing it and he got organically over uh, as a baby face and you know eddie Guerrero is one of the greatest of all time in the ring and so yeah that was an homage to eddie and watching you know me watching 20 years ago i thought it was cool yeah. um sure you can't you can't you can't assume that everybody watched 20 years ago or everybody's still watching from 20 years ago right uh but for those who did watch and still did watch the homage was a pretty cool moment. I'm I'm really trying to pick any moment from Raw yeah. that I can put over. And for me, you know, I can put over this that particular moment. I I do see a rematch of them at SummerSlam. Do you think that Dominic will will turn at SummerSlam? I think he's got to, bro. So, something's got to give, bro. We we got to do. You got to do something, bro. So I I I would hope so. I would hope so. Especially with Rhea out, uh, we you know we don't know exactly what the uh, timeline. She said it was you know the, her teeth, but she also said it was a brain injury too. So uh, I don't know if that means that she has a concussion. And if she does, I mean she won't be you know competing for a while. So I, that third person is needed, and I do think it's going to be Dominic. And if it is Dominic, they might be listening to my booking because I said Balor and I said Dominic. So I said Balor Dominic and I said T Bar too. So yeah. T Bar joins them. They've really been listening to Dr. Chris, uh, his, yeah. his booking. So next we have uh, AJ Styles and The Miz. 
AJ Styles defeats the Miz in a very anticlimactical way, and then Styles gets attacked by Ciampa. Uh, now there were some spots of like earlier today, you know, get together spots. Uh, you know, if you if you want to if you want Joey to come out for those, let me know. But I don't have anything to say. About no, I, 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 no, 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 I'm, I'm not, I'm not bothering Joey on the phone. <laughs> Bro, like that that is not worthy enough to bother uh joey about. no no um and styles gets attacked by champa after the match still yeah. this has been going on for for weeks as far even really months at this point as far as champa helping the miz still no rhyme or reason to it but what it where is this leading to I don't know. Again, bro, they've still not established Ciampa. Like, nothing. Right. Like, again, I don't watch NXT. I know that's where he's from. I have no idea what his character is, and they have not established him at all on this yeah. show, bro. Yeah. At all. So he does a handshake agreement of some sort with The Miz. <laughs> so, But The Miz is still with the Logan Paul deal, but he's still doing some things with AJ and then Ciampa's in the mix. We don't know why he's helping them is they shake hands. This is a lot of chaos going less than a month before, you know, <laughs> before SummerSlam, before one of your biggest pay-per-views of the year. This is way too much chaos going on just weeks before. I mean, the same thing happened at WrestleMania too. It was just a whole bunch of chaos going on yeah. right until the, the 11th hour. So yeah. Yeah, I I just don't get I just don't get the rhyme or reason. I don't I don't get the the, the, the why they would decide to book that way. You're you're the writer. You're 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 the. I, I'm going to tell you here, here's my here, here's my only takeaway from this, and this is a 100% shoot. This isn't a dig. This isn't a making fun of. This is a 100% shoot. Mm -hmm. Vince McMahon is 76 years old, bro. Yes. His mind is not thinking uh, correctly. Mm -hmm. His mind is thinking like a 76-year-old man thinks. He's not sharp. He doesn't remember what happens from one week to the next, doesn't know where he's been, doesn't know where he's going, and that's how this entire show is coming across, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly how it's coming across to me. And that's not a dig, bro. I'm sure when I'm 76 years old, if if you know, God willing, I make it there. Uh, I I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna be sharp, you know, at that age. I mean, who is? But this is a man that is still running the creative, and he's lost it, bro. Yeah. He just he does not have it anymore. He's lost it. And and literally, you you are seeing inside the brain of Vince McMahon. You know the the live promo. You know you no, I don't deserve it. We deserve, we deserve. it. You know all my dreams came true, guys. I want to tell you, sports key to nation. I, I swear to God, bro. How many Stanley Cup uh, celebrations have you seen? NBA Finals. World Series, Super Bowl, how many freaking times have you seen one athlete say, my dreams came true? And you know every athlete in the sport was dreaming it. Yeah. Bro, the, the Avalanche just won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. You know since they were four years old, they were dreaming about holding up the Stanley Cup. 
Bro, they interviewed 20 guys after the win. Not one person said, my dreams came true, and it, and it was all because of you. Oh, my God. Please, I, I want to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> that is Vince McMahon. And then what does Natty say? Oh, if you should be thanking anybody, you should be thanking me. Three years old, bro. Like, what, what are you, children, bro? You, They act like children. And this is Vince McMahon. Mm. This is what wrestling still is to Vince McMahon, bro. That's what you're getting. Vince is st uh, still stuck in carny land, huh? Oh, my God, bro. You should be thanking me. You should be thanking me. Oh, yeah, please, yeah. bro. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> What is this? Yeah, man. This is uh, hilarious. And then, of course, what does it turn into, Chris? It turns into a tag. Oh, really, bro? Of course. Is this going to turn into a tag match so you could eat up 15 minutes out of the show? Really? Of course. Of course. That's what they do every They stretch three hours. It's like you're stretching three hours on Independence Day live. So we're definitely yes. doing a whole lot of vignettes and talk segments and stuff like that. Yep. Awesome sauce with the $5 super chat, bro. That's a very awesome sauce said that very nicely. We're not dealing with the Vince McMahon of old. We're dealing with an old Vince McMahon. You said that very nicely. Awesome well sauce. Well bro, here's the bottom line, guys. If you listen to me on Russo's brand, Chris, I forget names. You know, it takes me sometimes. But here's the bottom line. I'm aware of it, bro. I'm aware of it. I'm cognizant to it. This guy is not cognizant to his brain is not functioning properly. He thinks everything is fine and everything is great. And this is a dandy show. And it's like, holy crap, bro. Watch it back. Well, I think that you're, you know, Dr. Chris to the rescue as far as what that means from a psychological standpoint. I think you're, you're, you're mixing narcissism with high levels of stress so you know that actually has a lot that can affect someone a lot psychologically there's mm -hmm. a difference between a, a low stress 76 and a high stress 76 and you know for instance betty white was a few weeks away from 100 years old when she died and she was still posting ig pics and making people laugh and things like that she spent 60 70 years as a comedian you know what i mean so she yeah. was like she made a living making people laugh and being lighthearted, and so she lived to be almost 100 years old and so seven you know and she looked great you know at, at 99 and vince he looks like he's been in the ringer you know through the ringer for yeah. you know <laughs> 50 years he looks stressed and stress actually has a lot of neurological uh um uh factors a lot of not, not a lot of neurological effects and it has a fit a lot of physical effects too because what it does is that it, it, you you can tell i mean you can tell when people have high levels of stress and vince mcmahon has been doing this for 40 plus years being behind gorilla having those moments being stressed to make sure shows are properly done every single week you know uh never never taking a day off never, never taking never taking a vacation not sleeping yeah bro. that's major like those things right there Vince. like those yeah. are major major things not sleeping not getting adequate sleep for 
years upon years, that reduces someone's lifespan and it makes someone look bad. You know, I mean, yeah. that's why sleep is very important. And Vince not getting sleep, and it's like, you know, this type of you know go-getter mindset. I mean, that stuff like that re reduces lives. It really does. I mean, yeah. and so you know, Vince. Thank you for serving us for 40 plus years. Now go sit down and vacation, you know, for the, for yeah, the go, rest go, of the go, go drink some chocolate milk. Bro. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Go to Florida somewhere and take a yeah. breather. All right. Next, uh, we have uh, Liv Morgan. He, uh, she's cutting her in-ring promo. She's, she's doing it for the people. She gets interrupted by Natalia and then Carmella. And then Bianca Belair makes the save. And that leads into... Another segment, which is the tag match, which that was very wow. unpredictable, right? And then uh, yeah. the baby faces yep. win. Yep. Yeah. House show. Yeah, yes, indeed. House show. Uh, next, we have Seth Rollins defeating Ezekiel. Rollins goes to attack Ezekiel post-match and then gets RKO'd by Riddle. Well, so I, just want, like I, just, I, I just want... I just... Yeah, I, that's fine. But I just... Like... I don't I don't get it, bro. So we bring Ezekiel back with saying you're not Ezekiel, you're Elias. We do that whole thing. Now what's the deal with Kevin? Is Kevin Owens hurt? Not that I know of. So Kevin Owens just disappears and Ezekiel loses. Yeah. So what was the point of bringing Ezekiel back? Just to have another body on the roster yeah, that could eat up time, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's essentially for, for, for the amount of time this kid was away, and now you bring him back. Owens is forgotten. That was never paid off. There was supposed mm -hmm. to be a three-way thing. That was never paid off, and now he's just jobbing to Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. Someone in the chat is saying uh, Owens is hurt. Um, okay, I suppose. I'm not quite sure. Someone else is saying COVID, so I don't, I don't know. Uh, this is... Well, I would have to think it's COVID because, I mean, even if he's hurt, he can still be on the show and not work. Right, right, right. He, he doesn't have to still, work. Yeah, he can know. still do uh, uh, promos. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I'll, I'll have to look into that and see if he has COVID. Yeah. Uh, next we have um, Lashley in the Street Profits. Now, let me ask you another three. question. Let me just ask you another question. A lot of people like the Riddle RKO. Mm -hmm. what, what's be, why is Riddle attacking Rollins? Uh, they've been going through a few things uh, over the past few weeks. <laughs> Look, what have they been going through? <laughs> Chris, what have they been going through? Divorce? They've been going, they they've going been through going, divorce? Yeah, they've been going through some personal problems. You know, <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, so he was advertised for Raw last week but um owens yeah um yeah he yeah he was supposed to do the whole yeah uh brother younger brother thing too last yeah. week right but he didn't yeah. show up so uh pw insider uh, reported that uh he's dealing with a minor injury okay but even if he's dealing with a minor injury he doesn't have to wrestle he can yeah. well vince they don't do i mean they, they don't really do you know, out of ring segments. I mean, they yeah. did with they did you know with the whole party thing a few times yeah. just to burn yeah. out, just to burn time. But yeah, I know. But <clears throat> yeah, you know, it, it could be. It, 
you know, it could be minor injury, it could be personal problems, you know, both of, you know, with, with, uh, Riddle and, and Seth, you know, they might be going through some personal problems within each yeah. other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits defeat Theory and the Alpha Academy. Feel good moment didn't really lead to much. You know, I, I like Lashley. I like I like the momentum he's going through. I, I think he should have won Money in the Bank. To be honest with you, uh, but it, it's like Street Profits and Usos was a fantastic match, but the right right after money in the bank uh you know a couple days before a couple couple days after the street profits lost their match and then they just get thrown into some six-man matchup like what is this in theory won the money in the bank and lost a six-man match we'll see how are you developing characters and not only that bro that's what that's what we're missing there's whether they win or lose and how they win or lose, it has no effect on them. The, right. the, there's no reaction to it whatsoever. Like it's bro, you that that you've got to protect your wrestlers, bro. You've got to protect your characters. And if you're not showing emotion, if you won or you lost, like either way, yeah. you're basically saying. I don't win, lose. I don't care. Yeah. That's what you're basically saying. And that's a bad message to send to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhat, it's like somebody winning, you know, it's like the Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup. And it's like, huh, Stanley Cup. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, no, you, you work your way up to that and you, you yeah, feel man. it. You know there's there's <laughs> no emotion one way or another coming off of what's the last thing that happened to yeah. you, man. Yeah. I like, I swear to God, when I used to write for Austin, I swear, bro. And like at the end of this show, the somebody would get the best of Austin. All I could think about is Austin stewing all week long. And two, he's hotter Tuesday than Monday. And Wednesday, he's madder than Tuesday and Thursday. By the time he got back to that building, yeah. bro, he was just ready to explode. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally played my way through those emotions. These guys, whether they're up or down, Nothing, nothing ever changes with them, bro. Nothing. Yep. Uh, next we get uh our truth is Uncle Sam cutting an in-ring promo, and then uh, he gets interrupted by Ludwig Kaiser and the Ring Gunta. Bro, this so, is this is Vince again. L Ludwig Kaiser and Gunther. Like real, like really, Vince. Could we get any any more stereotypical? Like any this this is Vince McMahon, bro, to a T. To a T, bro. I can see this segment being Vince, you know, as far as uh our <laughs> truth. He would be the one playing Uncle Sam in Vince McMahon's eyes. <laughs> I just think that that was really, absolutely. really odd. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, bro. That popped Vince. To play Uncle Sam. That hmm. popped Vince. Yep. Yes, that yep. definitely seemed like that. That is a Vince McMahon thing for yep. a, a black man to play Uncle Sam. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's very interesting. Exactly, so, bro. Uh, and Kaiser comes, and, and Gunther, the uh, the foreign you know uh, person who hates America, comes. 
I like Gunther as a person. I think he can really be uh, not as a person, as a as an athlete, as a, as a wrestler. Uh, I think that he can really be um, highlighted very, very well. He's lost a tremendous amount of weight. Uh, you, 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 I'm sure you don't know anything about. No, bro, I worked with this dude over in Germany, man. Oh, did you really? Nice. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, yeah, I mean, I've known him from, who was that, five years ago or something? Yeah, yeah. and he no, was definitely. real pudgy, right? Yeah, and very so, pudgy. Yeah. Yes. yeah, and he's yeah. lost it. He looks fantastic now. You yeah. Know, he, so, uh, and, and kudos to him, man. I mean, just like a, a huge big difference. He he really yeah. wanted to. Work. Yeah, I mean, he, he, really, he really wanted to capitalize on his character. Yep. Uh, which I can super appreciate that. And I, I, if I had the books, I would push Gunter to the moon. I'm, I'm still not really sold on that, on that name. Uh, but at the same time, I do think he has a ton of potential, and they need strong, old school heels. You know what I mean? Because they don't have many of those. And he, and I love the fact that they have. A manager for with him too, you know. Now I mean? was that? that, that tell me about the manager, bro. Was that an NXT dude? I, I did not know who this Ludwig Kaiser was. Mm -hmm. Was this guy from NXT? Yep. So he used to be uh, Mar uh Marcel. Um, uh, what was his name? Bar Marcel uh, Marcel, a mime. Did he used to be a mime? Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> no, Marcel Barthel. I think it was. He used to team up with uh um oh gosh i forgot his they used to be a call they used to be a team uh, they used to be a faction called imperium and it was um i forgot what his name but he, he was, goes, was one of those guys yeah he goes by a different name now giovanni something he, he's he's been repackaged in nxt and then the other guy used to be a part of uh eric young's group and uh sanity used to be a part of sanity um i forgot his name too but it was like a four-man group, and then Walter was the the leader of Imperium. Yeah. So though uh, those two teams, like those two, uh, Marcel and the dude from Sanity, no, no, Marcel and the other guy, I forgot his name. They were a team, and they were tag team champs. And so they kept the other guy in NXT, and they brought in Marcel. Now he's Luther Kaiser. And now he's the manager of uh, Gunther. Yeah. The yeah. one thing I did not like about that. Fa Fabian Ochner used to be his name. Now he's the, the Giovanni. One thing, the one thing I did not like about that that much, bro, is that one dude, Ludwig Kaiser, he was almost as big as uh, Gunther. Yeah, but Gunther is he's he's pretty yeah Kaiser's pretty he's big, bro. Kaiser's yeah, he's a big, big I'm telling yeah, you, bro. Yeah. Like cause cause see to me it should have been somebody like uh a, a spud what was what was what, you know i'm talking yeah about. um yeah yeah you yeah. know but yeah, yeah i mean to really show gunther's size but but ludwig the guy's almost as big as gunther hmm. so uh, okay he, he he does uh he wrestles with them every now and then too yeah um so yeah well i think the reason why uh because i think he i think he speaks uh he he speaks his language too and he knows how to accent like that and yeah. spud, you know would be just a uh, a gimmick really yeah. and so they do feel like that foreign dominance and i think that both of them have that factor to them i i think like i said if i had the books i would i would push gun gunther to the moon um 
Alexander Wolf. Thank you, uh, Rock. So, uh, yeah, I, I would I would push Gunter to the moon if, if I had the books. Um, just because, I mean, I, I'm glad that they put the Intercontinental Champion on him quick. But I think that uh, he has a bunch of potential to, you know, headline WrestleMania, be a really, really good heel. Because they, they have such a deficiency on baby faces right now. They yeah. really need to push a baby face. I I like the I like the feel of a, a Gunther versus a Drew. I mean, I, I like that smash mouth type of feel to it. Um, there's some people who want to see Gunther and Cena. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm not quite sure about that. Um, Maverick. What, what was his name? In Drake. Drake. Yeah, Drake Maverick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, next we get uh, Becky Lynch and Oscar. That's it. Before, before we get to that, though, Chris, yeah. Chris, why is Alexa Bliss still walking around with that doll? I, I like, re, like, what, 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 like she's normal now, but she still has the doll. It's so ridiculous. I, I know they got to sell them, bro. That's really man. what it's about. There's eight thousand lilies sitting yep. in a warehouse somewhere in Stanford, Connecticut, but like. It's just so out of place, man. Like, yeah, God. it's it's clear that's the only reason why they are doing that. I mean, it, it's Alexa Bliss doesn't even have a gimmick. Like, what what is her gimmick, Vince? She what's, came what's, back. What's Liv's gimmick? Except she dreams. She's uh, what's her gimmick? She's she she lives. <sighs> <laughs> now she beat she beat R R Ronda Rousey. Yeah, after Rousey had a it was a banana pill moment, which I which actually I predicted. I, I on my Pancakes and Power Slam show I did the predictions, and I said I think I think Liv's is Liv is going to win the Money in the Bank, and then she's going to have a banana peel style cash in, which I think which is exactly what happened. Ronda Rousey was caught up in the sharpshooter for a while. She ended up winning. She was had a bum leg. was was playing on it, and Liv came out and she had, she was a, she was part of an ankle lock for a while. Then she kicked Rousey's leg and did like a schoolboy type of type of deal. So yeah, I mean that, to me that's the only way that made sense with her winning. I mean, it, th th I think they gave her the title because she's been grinding for a long time. So oh, it's exactly it. It's yeah. it's. I, I mean, they're they're sending a message to the locker room. I yeah, mean, that exactly. that that's exactly what this is all about. But yep. Uh, yep. but again, bro, if if I'm writing this show, Ronda Rousey is counting down the minutes to Raw. She's yeah. counting down, and wh where is she? No place to be found. So she can't be that upset about losing the title. Well, they actually, she actually celebrated with her in the ring um, after the match. She celebrated was, with Liv? Yeah, because it was a feel-good moment. I, I'm a sucker for feel-good moments. Wait, no, no, stop. I am. Stop. I am, Vince. Okay, the, uh, the Tampa moments. Bay Lightning did not celebrate with the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> okay, bro, I, I watched it. They, they did not well, celebrate it, it together. In though, like people from the UFC, they celebrate with each other after fighting. Boxers do, too. All right, Chris. Okay. I mean, if you're thinking of combat sports, combat sports people celebrate with each other afterwards. They hug okay, each bro, other. Bro, bro, yeah. bro, Rocky 
and Apollo Creed are gonna hug each other after they beat the crap out of each other for 15 rounds. They became right? best friends, man. Okay, all right. I'm going to celebrate with somebody that, that schoolboyed me. I'm gonna <laughs> that's like a sucker punch, bro. That's like a, a schoolboy is like a sucker punch, and I'm gonna celebrate with you after you schoolboyed me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right, bro. Yeah, hey. celebrate, let's celebrate, man. Hey, let's... maybe Ronda Rousey's not as tough as I thought she was, bro. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Yeah, man. She's not really being booked very tough. This 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 has been a really dry run of, of, of Ronda Rousey. I guarantee you, bro. She listen, we know she left the first time because she was not happy about a few things. Yep. And and I think, bro, the schedule on the road, she was not used to. Yeah. And I guarantee you, once she got into that schedule again, it started becoming the same. I I guarantee and now you now she has a baby. And, and now she has a baby, and there's little Liv, who her entire life is wrestling. And I had a dream, like Martin Luther King, that one day I was going to be the WWE Women's Champion, yep. and that's why she is the champion. Now. Yes, indeed, that's why. I don't see, unfortunately, I don't see her run being very long. Um, but I mean, hey, here's here's her moment. I mean, people, uh, I found out she uh, worked at Hooters when she was like uh, super young. And then that led to having some affiliation to work out at a gym and then being discovered in a gym at a, at a gym. And then that led to her pro wrestling career. So, Hey man, but she said since the age of five, she'd been wanting to be a wrestler and that's really the only thing she wanted to do. So, you know, I understand the feeling that comes with, with live as far as from a shoot standpoint, like I've been, especially with, her size, you know, what I mean, she doesn't have the most intimidating size and like people like that doesn't really have a lot of confidence thinking that they'll become champ too. So this is this is her moment. I think if any moment was the the capitalize Chris, if this was the real world, uh a woman her size would never become the champion. <laughs> That's why, bro. Okay. No, you you would never be no, you would never schoolboy Ronda Rousey. No, none of that stuff would ever happen, bro. Yep. But everybody has a dream. And yeah, live have a one, dream, man. We all have man. a dream, man. Yes, bro, did you see this at the end? This was the greatest thing on the show, Chris. What's that? Bro, I swear this was the greatest thing on the show. And you guys, if anybody in, in Sports Kid Nation taped it, go back and watch it. Okay? So we have this mess of a match. But listen, I'm, I'm giving both of these women a pass because of all the work they did on Saturday. So I got no problem with that at all. I got no problem. I, I could never do that, Chris. These women would run circles around me. Okay? No doubt about it. Chris, this was the greatest thing at the end. Bro, when they were both down after uh, Becky pinned Oscar, mm -hmm. bro, they grabbed each other's boobs. Did I you see that? that? Did. Bro, did you see that? Like, <laughs> Becky grabbed Oscar's boob, and then Oscar reached around and grabs Becky's boob. That was the best thing on the show for me, the, the, the boob grabbing, bro. That was, a, that was a sign of appreciation. Right? What, right, bro, was I – did you see it? I did see that, right? <laughs> I thought that was great, bro. I thought that was I I actually rewind that to make sure that I was yeah, they they grabbed each other's boobs. Hey, thank you. Hey, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean like 
Becky gave her a little, just a little reach around on the side. Yep, yep. Oscar grabbed yeah, Becky's oh yeah, she would yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I would, I thought that was very nice, a very nice touch at the end of the show. Very, nice. very nice touch, literally. Yes, yeah. yes. Cool, man. Well, I mean, that's uh, that's pretty much it for the uh, for the raw. Uh, the, the let's talk real quick. Let's talk about the uh, before we close up. Let's talk about the uh, vignette. Did you did you notice the vignette? They played it at uh, Money in the Bank. They did it again today. Uh, some people thinking uh, it was Bray, but uh, but a lot of people are kind of re reaching the conclusion that it's Edge. So they're going to repackage Edge. Uh, rumored. So, what what are your thoughts, man? Repackage him into what? The, did you see the Did you see the vignette? I I did not. Yeah, it was it was like uh, they did some type of they did medals. They did some type of Latino heat thing. It was kind of like a dark style promo of somebody returning. They didn't have a name or something. They saw some. They showed somebody walking. We saw an arm. So it's, you know, God, bro, they could use, listen, I mean, if that's edge, that's fine, but man, bro, they could use Bray Wyatt more than ever. More I just than don't, ever. I don't have enough confidence that they'll use them correctly. Man. Oh, I don't like, either. Dude is, they, you know, dude is a creative genius, but yeah. they just, they don't allow people to, to be creative. <laughs> I mean, that's the reason why Malachi Black's in AEW. He was another just uh, yeah. very, eccentric style mind you know what i mean that would have been good for the business for wwe but similar to bray that they, they just didn't use them well at all so yeah yeah well vince bro i i know i was brutal i uh, listen i i understand and i don't i don't guys listen i i just want to make one thing perfectly clear i i, I am not bitter i don't have any uh uh you know uh yeah i don't have any what, what is it uh uh bro listen i'm not better okay i i don't ever ever want to be hired from the wwe ever i would never ever i i would i would consult i'm open to consulting i would never work full-time for any wrestling company again i would never go on the road that is on in my rearview mirror that is behind me um i am not bitter uh I I get really disappointed, guys, when I see a lack of effort. Yeah. Nothing turns me off more than a lack of effort. And I make it clear, it is not the talent. The These two girls at the end of the night, bro, after what they went through on the weekend and, and the, the size that they are to put their body through that type of punishment is something I could never do. I never take that for granted. Those wrestlers, bro, put food uh, on my table and a roof over my head. And 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 every every wrestler I've ever known, they're blue-collar workers, bro. Mm -hmm. And they don't care if there's 20 people or 20,000 people, man. They go out there and perform. And all these people are going out there and performing. I am not. I am not taking any of that away from them. What I'm talking about, bro, is the the level of effort uh, from the creative team. And obviously, the creative team is led by Vince McMahon. What the saying I was looking for, Chris, was I don't have an axe to grind. Mm -hmm. Chris, I I do. 
Bro, I'd say I probably average about three shows a day. And I get up at eight o'clock in the morning and I start going through my shows. Mm -hmm. And Chris, I can't tell you, man, if, if I am disappointed in my performance, I am so pissed off at myself. And I am so down on myself because here's why. I'm, I'm behind a paid wall. Mm -hmm. People pay money, man, to listen to me. It's the same with the WWE, bro. They are your fans. They support you. They watch you. They go to shows. They give you their money. You owe it to them. So that's the part, Chris, where I really, really get pissed off because I can tell a difference between, you know, bro, blood, sweat, tears, and, you know, working and writing and producing your you-know-what's off Mm -hmm. compared to going through the motions. Trust me, man, I can see it a mile away. And, bro, if this show were horrible – but they were given a hundred percent effort. It's okay then, bro, because yeah. now you know maybe you made some poor creative decisions. That's all subjective anyway. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. But when the effort isn't there, mm-hmm. that to me, there's no excuse in the world for that, Chris. Yeah, and I would even you know well, well said, and I, I would even add to that. It seems as if the booking and the writing team a lot of them just squelch you know the thoughts and the ideas of a lot of the wrestlers and so they just kind of feel like they're going through the motions now some a lot of i would even say a lot of times you're just going to have to you know have have a have a set and just do something that you know will will cause some 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 noise Uh, you know it's you know there's one of those things that, hey, man, what are you going to do that's going to cause some noise? And if you get fired for it, you want it out of your contract anyways, right? Because at, at this point, you got so many people that are just there and just kind of going through the motions because I know people who used to, you still, you know, still working at WWF, WWE and, and used to. And so many ideas to shot down, shot down, shot down, shot down, shot down. And they can't just be like, hey, okay, well, getting me out of my contract. They just kind of have to go through the motions. But I just wonder, Vince, if someone, I know Matt Hardy used to do this. Like he went out of his contract so much when he was in the WWE that he just was, he would just do like super defiant stuff. And he would have like a YouTube page and make videos of like how much he was just didn't want it out of his contract. I see, Chris, if if it's me, okay. And bro, I, I've had many jobs. I've been through the gamut. I've been through this. If it's me and I'm one of these writers, I am simply saying to Vince, because first of all, bro, I'm talking about if I have confidence in myself and I know I can go work someplace else. Okay. And I know it's going to be Vince's loss and my gain. Okay. I'm just going to say flat out. Why, why am I here? What, what are you paying me for? What do you need me for? Every idea I give you, you crap on, you do whatever you want to do anyway. Why am I here? I'm wasting my time and I'm wasting your time. One of two things is going to happen. Vince is going to say to you, okay, then go. 
and then, okay, fine, I will go. Or Vince is going to stand up and take freaking notice. Because, bro, I did that. I went to Vince and Linda, and I said to them, if all you think I'm capable of is writing the magazine, I need you to tell me that. Because if they would have told me that, bro, I was gone. Because I knew I could do a lot more than write the magazine. And, bro, when I said that to Vince, he turned red in the face and cut a, a promo on me like, how dare I speak to him that way? And the next week, he made me the head of creative, bro. <laughs> and th th but, but, again, nice. if you have no confidence in yourself and you feel like you haven't earned that position, of course you're going to cower and you're not going to say anything. But those are the people that are killing that company, bro. Yep, yep. Well said. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Independence Day version of uh, Leads in a Raw. Yes, indeed. You're pointing to that picture. There we go. <laughs> what is that right underneath your forgiven? Uh, that right there? there. Yeah. That's my rendering of Bruce Mitchell. Okay. There yeah. you go. With the bolts coming out of his neck. Yes, like, indeed. Like, like yes, indeed. <laughs> we gotta we gotta take a nice uh, uh, trip down over you know to your room. I see that uh, your, your your studio there is full. Oh yeah, of, uh, I should uh, I should stuff. wheel the uh, camera around. I got a lot of a lot of cool stuff in here. Nice indeed, man. Good stuff, man. Yes. Let them know about the uh, the channel attitude. Channelattitude.com, bro. Dozens of shows, different people, different hosts, different points of view. I am behind a paywall, so we can't be censored, bro. So check it out, channelattitude.com. You were waiting for me, weren't you? Oh, my God, bro. I don't believe it. I don't believe just when you thought the show was over. Just when you thought the show was over, the Black Scorpion comes in with a vengeance. <laughs> now, do you have any breaking news, Mr. Scorpion? I do have breaking news, but you're going to have to come back next week on the Legion of Raw. <laughs> That's a cliffhanger for you, Vince. You were, you were used to cliffhangers, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I will be tuning in next week to hear the words of wisdom of the Black Scorpion. And I will be tuning in next week to pop in at a time that you will never expect. <laughs> Wow, man. Wow. that Yeah, we said he might pop in at any time, bro. We got no control <laughs> over that, bro. I, 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 I can't. I don't have a control. I, I have zero control. When he pops in, I, unannounced, he doesn't ask anybody. He just comes. And so you just got to give him respect that way, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, we're just going to let uh, the, the Black Scorpion close us up. <laughs> this is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. Solo.